The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Are you seeking more energy and ready to have more healings and revealings in your life? Then you've tuned into the right program. For the next hour, listen in as Reverend Temple Hayes, spiritual leader of First Unity at Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida, shares with you tools you can use to transform your life. She will guide you on a journey to create a life that is intentional and dynamic. Now, here's your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. And welcome, everyone, all of you intentional spirits out Wow, I just acknowledge you and appreciate you being awake, alert. Everyone, and thank you so much for being a part of our intentional spirit movement as that we are focusing on people that move beyond spirituality into a place of passion and then, more importantly, into a place of action. It's one thing to develop um, ways of being life, but it's another to move into the passion of action. And I'm thrilled that today um, my guest is Kimberly. She is a person that has moved from passion to action, and she has developed a television show called The Animal Rescuers. And all of you that know me and follow my work knows that that is right up my alley of people making a difference when it comes to the animals. Kimber, welcome to our show today. Thank you so much, Temple. It is such a pleasure to be here. And I want to start by saying today is a fabulous, incredible day. And the reason being is because I will never get to do this day again. Isn't that the truth? Isn't that the truth? (laughs) Well, one of the things that I'm enjoying so much about life these days is I I just came back from an Awakened World International Film Festival, which was films that, um, even films that are being produced by celebrities that have a stage about making a difference. And one of those films was called The Animal Communicator, and it was an hour show about a woman that is able to appear from the input of the animal, whether it's a leopard, a tiger, uh, a bird, a what have you, a pet, um, about how, you know, often I'm in total alignment with you. You know, there aren't really any problem animals. They're just misplaced, and they need to get to the right place. And I'm so grateful that you're helping with this mission. How did this come about? Have you always been 
an animal a lover? Did you get a voice in the middle of the night that said, this is what is yours to do? Tell us your story, because that's always so interesting for people to hear. Yes, it is, and it, and there always is a backstory, even when you're doing film. But for me, it was an accidental uh, move, path for me. I had... Uh, uh, when I was 19 years old, I had owned an Old English sheepdog, and the sheepdog was nine months old, and I was walking it, and someone ran up from behind me and stole the dog, and I never saw him again. His name was Sherlock Holmes. And so for many, many, many years, most of my adult life, I swore I would never own another animal because the heartbreak was so intense for me. And the sheepdog was always a dream dog for me. I'm not quite sure why. It's just in my spirit. <laughs> so uh, one day, um, coming home from a flight, I was a flight attendant at the time. My husband had bought me a four-month-old sheepdog, and he had her sitting on the bed. When I came home from the flight and walked into the bedroom, there she was. And it began a... 11-year or 12-year love affair. <laughs> and by the oh, way, yeah. she, just, she just passed away on uh, May 1st of this year. So in the interim of having her, he bought me another sheepdog, and her name was Sierra Noel, and she also passed uh, three years ago. And when Sierra passed, I was completely heartbroken again. And uh, my brother saw the pain in my heart and heard uh, the despair. And I'm also an actor, producer, and my brother knew that. And he brought me a camera and said, Sis, take this camera, please, and go do something with it to get out of your own way, to get out of this pain. Mm -hmm. So I put the camera on Facebook, and I wrote on the comments section that I have a camera who wants to work with me. And a very wonderful, wonderful man that changed my life, Corey, sorry, Corey Mandel uh, wrote to me and he said, Kimber, I don't need your camera, but I would love to use you and your talent. How would you like to be the host of our show, The Animal Rescuers? And I was just completely blown away. I believed that my Sierra sent that show to me because she didn't want me to sit there and take this energy and use it on pain and suffering and all of that useless energy. She wanted me to take this energy and do something with it in a positive way, and that is to be a voice for those animals that cannot speak for themselves. And that is how this, this show began. And that was two years ago uh, since the first airing of the Animal Rescuers, since the first show that was shot. I believe we are now on show 40. I think we've shot 45 episodes. Uh, our efforts were picked up, our shows were picked up by Voice America TV on the iFamily channel. We have uh, five top-rated episodes airing on there, and we are just a new episode just came out today, and uh, I think that makes episode number 36 so far that is that is aired on Voice America. 
Oh, that is so powerful. And are you um, starting to get um, feedback and you know insight from people? Um, what are some of the uh, broad ranges of things that you're focusing on? Are you just focusing on domesticated animals or the ones that have the potential to be so? Or tell us a little bit about that. Well, it's interesting the path that happens for Corey and I because we, in the beginning when we were going, we didn't, it, the shows found us rather than us found, finding them. And in the beginning, yeah. we focused on cats and dogs, but uh, as the as the progression of the show grew, we found that we were doing all types of animals, all wildlife. I mean, we even did a rat rescue, which, by the way, Voice America TV tells me that is our best episode as far as numbers go, because who's going to rescue a rat? But these are all God's creatures. I would. I would. Actually, I, I have. I have a sweet little story to tell you about that, but I don't want to interrupt you right now. Keep sharing your uh, your heart, okay? Okay, but I do want to hear. So, uh, okay. we, so that is one of our uh, largest episodes, but we have uh, we are very open to any and all creatures because we all share Mother Earth with them, and they cannot speak. If us as human beings could not speak, we would want that that being that could be our communicator for us to help us. And uh, my personal belief in my heart is that if we can raise the, the consciousness, the mass consciousness of human beings to care for these animals, then we might raise our own consciousness in the way that we care for each other on this earth because we are all connected. Mm-hmm. Well, um, the, what happened with me is that, you know, innately we, we know as children that we're connected to, you know, the entire animal kingdom and no problem with that. And But as we get trained and, you know, influenced by people around us. Um, A lot of times our culture greatly impacts our acceptance or non-acceptance to how we feel about the animal kingdom, right? And so um, for me, I've always been more, um, hmm, shall we say Native American, you know, more, that's why shamanism fits me so well. So I was in a, a relationship with someone that um, we in our home we had a um, a mouse go running through the house, and it was like, oh, let's help catch it. And I catch bugs, and I'm I'm always about you know saving whatever, right? right. But um, she was very adamant. She was very adamant, like, well, I'm going to call the exterminator, and I've got to do that because if there's one, there's many, and blah 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 blah. And I said, well, I'm not not really about that. And then I kind of sat on the couch and I went, you know, wait a minute, what am I doing? I'm being influenced by another person. It doesn't matter who they are, I'm being influenced by them. I know who I am and I know that, you know, I can talk to these animals. And so I had a, um, a bathroom that when we went to find the mouse, it had gone through the cabinet, and a lot of people are amazed at how rats or how a mouse, they can truly do shape-shifting, 
And you don't know how they do it. There's not a there's not a crack that's large enough for them to go through, but they just disappear into it. I mean, they are quite gifted. You know, I'd love them to teach me how they do that. But anyway, so this mouse was in this cabinet with a with a sliding bathroom door. And so I went, I got into a quiet space, and I told the little mouse, I said, look, I want to help you, but I need you to come out. And obviously, I can't find you, but I need you to find me. Please come out. And I go back then into the um, master bedroom. I slide the bathroom door, and there literally is the little mouse on the carpet. And I said, oh, great, you listened to me, but I need you to wait right here. I'll be right back. I need to get a bucket or something so I can scoop you up and take you outside. <laughs> and would you know that little mouth waited? I came back with the bucket, you know, and very gently lifted up the carpet so I wouldn't want to hurt it and took it outside, and then I petted it, and I said, thank you for trusting me. It was, it's just one of my greatest little stories because we can communicate if we just set it to be true, you know? Absolutely. And, you know, a lot of people will say, well, that's just a dog or it's just a cat. And they, it breaks my heart when I hear that because these beings are filled with unconditional love. And that's the reason they don't have to spend a lot of time on planet Earth because they already get it. And they're here for their short period in their life to teach us that unconditional love. And uh, so this, I'm just, that's such a fabulous story. And I believe that that mouse did feel that it could trust you. And because we are all connected, that connectedness is what brought him out into your security and safety. Oh, yeah. But it's just... Um it's so much of it is part of remembering, you know, the between the elements in these conversations to to television because um, film is what people they really pay attention to. You know, do you go on site and actually show experience with various animals? What is the uh, what is the premise of your show about? I mean, excited to see it, but I haven't yet. Oh, that's okay. You'll there's thirty some episodes you can view. But what we do is, uh, well, Arizona is one is one of three of the states across the nation that has the highest euthanasia rate. They just people think, well, if I can't take this care of this dog, I'll just take it to the shelter and someone else can care for it. But that really is not the case, and that is why we do the show to help educate. When you cannot take care of your animal for whatever the reason is and you take it to the shelter, chances are they will euthanize that dog. And I I just I don't know how these rescue groups do what they do. They're really the true blood and sweat and tears behind animal rescue. We just expose that which they do, and that's fostering and saving. But uh, what happens in Arizona is there is a group called PAC 911. It is run by Barry Mears, fabulous, fabulous woman. She is the face of animal rescue here in Arizona, and Barry has a if you opened up an umbrella underneath her, uh, you know, hundreds of rescue groups. And 
there are there's so many here in Arizona, so many wonderful people doing many wonderful things. So uh, we either they either call us or somehow we get in contact with them through God. However, the communication channel is open, and we go to them, whether it is a private home, whether it is a shelter, an organization, an event, an adoption event, and we go out there and we interview whoever is running the event, and we talk about what their needs are because animal rescue is very expensive. There's, you know, the cost of health care. There's the food, uh, blankets, beds, crates. It just costs a ton of money. And so they all have needs, and we want to help them. That's why we do the show. So we go to them. We interview them. We find out about the breed, if it's a breed-specific rescue, and then we ask them what their needs are, and we plead to the community to organizations, to businesses, to please help. I need you to come to Florida. Well, everyone, we're listening to the dynamic energy and passion of uh, Kimberly today. And she is a TV host, actress. We're going to say a total um, advocate for the animal-loving part of our community. And we are so grateful. You can go to her website. It's um, theanimalrescuers.org, theanimalrescuers.org. And we'll be right back after this short break. Thank you for being with us. If Unity Online Radio has helped you grow spiritually through programs like this one, please consider supporting this online radio programming. Visit www.unity.fm and click on Donate Now. Thank you for helping us continue to serve as the voice of an awakening world. world? Reading the book of Revelation, you might think so, and it doesn't end well. But is it possible that the Bible's darkest story is a positive tale? Author Ed Townley, host of the Unity Online radio show, The Bible Alive, thinks so. A Bible enthusiast, Townley focuses on the metaphysical meanings rather than the literal text. In Kingdom Come, new from Unity Books, Townley takes a fresh approach to Revelation. The kingdom, Townley explains, doesn't await us in the afterlife. It's ours to experience today, as we learn to find the good even in our darkest challenges. Explore Revelation in a new light. Order the book Kingdom Come online today at unitybooks.org. Are you ready to live in joy? Is there an area of your life where you could use a miracle? Have you been praying for help and guidance? 
Come join Lisa and Bill and their guests for an hour filled with practical tips on experiencing miracles, greater abundance, focused, deliberate living, and the peace of God that passeth all understanding. Experience more joy in life. Listen to Living in Joy, Reflections on a Course in Miracles with Lisa Natoli and Bill Free every Friday at 2 p.m. Central here on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Thank you for listening to The Intentional Spirit, Seeing and Being with Rev. Temple Hayes. If you have a question or comment about today's discussion, you can email us at theintentionalspirit at unityonlineradio.org. Now, here is your host, Rev. Temple Hayes. And so welcome back, everyone, and thank you so much for being part of uh, the Intentional Spirit Show where we offer tools rather than rules. And more importantly, we like to teach awareness. Um, We like to be part of helping people wake up because, you know, after a while people become kind of robotic and they don't understand the severity of or how we can improve um, our communities and our world by just being, just giving a little bit. And I'm talking today with Kimberly, who looked at how she could do just a little bit. And so what she's doing is creating television shows that teach people the awareness of helping misplaced animals and animal rescue and being a difference maker and getting donations. And, you know, Kimber, it is, it's so true what you're saying because um, – I do rescue here out of Florida, the Sophie Project. We brought in dogs from Brazil. And I feel like you're right. A lot more people would take action, but it is very expensive. You know, it's very expensive to get the collar, to get the lease, to get the food, uh, to take them in, to get checked out. It takes a lot of funds. And the other element I think that we face and see what you think about this is that a lot of times people just think, well, somebody else is taking care of that. Or there's so many things that need to be done, and they'll make that statement. Well, there's so many things that need to be done, they don't do anything. And, and what I'm hearing you say is through your films and through your teaching, you're wanting to show people that there's something, that, that everybody can do something, Right. Absolutely, and it, it, it's so minute what one person could do to help another person. And then if you get the collected group of people helping with that one little thing, then it changes the world. And, for instance, uh, if you have a rescue group or a shelter in your area or you are aware of what, when you watch the show and you hear the needs and the wants and you're in uh, the supermarket, if you pick up an extra roll of paper towels or pick up an extra dog, a bag, or a bag of dog food, or you have an extra $20 that you can donate, if each person that watched the show did one thing to help that particular group, and it isn't much, but it it is purely the education of the show that is going to create 
the public awareness to make the change. You know, it's all change is always talked about, especially especially these days. But the change does begin with you, and you you're correct. Everybody thinks well. So-and-so is going to do it, or my next-door neighbor will do it, or the guy down the street. But no, they're not going to do it. If you do it, then believe me, you will be the example to, be, to show others what to do. It's like, don't talk about it. Don't tell me about it. Show me about it. Absolutely. You know, um, I'm the leader of a spiritual community here, and I went and spoke to the county commissioners about us becoming a no-kill county. And even in that space of conversation and sharing and talking and creating kind of a vision for our future for us to move towards, I realized the same thing. We weren't doing enough within our community. We have a pet blessing every year. I'm always, you know, preoccupied with some animal getting it placed, finding a home, and those kind of things. But what it made me realize is that we could open up a um, pet adoption center here every Sunday. And so since, like, the beginning of the year, maybe more so in February, um, we have animal, we have dog uh, Sunday, two Sundays a month, and cat Sunday, two Sundays a month, and we've adopted out like 50 animals. Oh, and that's so, wonderful. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's taking care of animals having a home, but like you're saying, Another area that I feel so joyful about is teaching our children that it is part of our responsibility. And so the children are learning about it. They're seeing the adults model uh, playing a part in taking care of our planet. I want to read these statistics off your website, though, because I think those things need to be said out loud, even though we don't initially like to hear them. Approximately 8 to 12 million animals enter shelters nationwide every year. Out of that 8 to 12 million animals that enter the shelter, approximately 5 to 9 million of those animals are euthanized. And if the, the number is, that number is outrageous. It's staggering. It's staggering. And, and we wonder why, you know, Mother Earth and Father Sky um, is having challenges. <laughs> right. And, and, just... and the thing that's terrible about that is if animals are so expendable, are human beings next? So if you start with the lowest common denominator on planet Earth and you raise that level, to, you know, the no-kill shelters, to fostering, to adopting, to putting a stop to backyard breeding, to uh, just be, to spay and neuter, then you can make the difference. And those things don't really cost anything. You know, if you're going to be a pet owner, be a responsible pet owner. Research the breed. Is it a breed that is compatible with your lifestyle? Uh, you know, uh, foster before getting a dog so that you know you can handle it. You know, that's why these dogs end up in these shelters is because people think, puppy, yeah, puppies are cute and they're great, but they are a handful. So is having a baby. It's no different. It's the same difference. Right. You have to and, use common sense. 
Yeah, I think we need an, an injection of that into the earth right now. <laughs> I know, I know. Well, how can we as listeners, um, uh, what are some of the things that, that we can do um, wherever we live uh, that would make a difference? I know you said that, you know, if anyone can afford a bag of food and you could drop that off at one of your shelters, you can volunteer at the shelters. Um, but how do you feel we're going to get off this vicious cycle that people, they're so, um, they're not even aware that most of the places they're taking these animals are kill shelters. Why is it, are people just, they don't want to look at that? Is it some kind of hidden thing that people aren't aware? I only know one no-kill shelter here in my county. Yes, I think it's the ignorance, uh, the lack of education, and that's why Corey. This was this is Corey's baby. This was this is his idea. This is something that is a passion to him. I'm just being a voice for him right now. But uh, it, it's and and that's why we do the show is to educate people and and order to keep educating them we ourselves are in need of help to keep the show alive you know we had a sponsor but uh which allowed us to shoot 43 episodes and uh that sponsor is no longer uh available to help us so we're now working with no money and shooting when we can and how we can and so we too are also in need of a helping hand if there are any corporations out there uh, or business people that want to help us because that is how we're going to make the change is to show the public exactly what's going on out there because since doing the show temple I have learned so much and I have all this education as well as Corey, as well as these animal groups, and all we want to do is share this information, which will elevate the education of the general public. On top of that, we are providing an avenue of family entertainment. Uh, we are being a voice for the animals. We are finding them homes. We are fostering them. We are saving lives. And just if everybody just did one little thing, and believe me, when you start raising the animal kingdom, start raising them up to a, a higher level, then it's just apparent that human beings will do the same thing. Oh, yeah, no doubt about it. So all of these episodes provide something, and I have noticed, Temple, from airing the shows, because I'm, you know, a lot of our social media networks that we're on, which we post the shows on, I have seen a change in the way that people are relating to their animals. They're loving them more. They talk about them more. They're treating them, you know, on a higher level. Uh, it's becoming, it's creating the awareness. I see it in my own circle of, fa of social media. So we just have to step outside of our own area here in Arizona. And Corey's dream for the show was to take it nationwide. Of course, those things cost money, but because Arizona is not the only state across the nation with animal issues of you know killing and and uh, abuse and neglect and and all those things that you know we educate on. 
So we would like to be able to spread this and with avenues like your radio station, with avenues of voiceamerica.tv, they mm -hmm. are giving mm -hmm. us that platform that we need to say, hey, this is what's going on in your world. Yeah, because um, that's, that's what's needed now. Um, we're past cliches and, and touchy-feely bumper sticker truths that it's time for people to, to raise their bar and to start, you know, like I said at the beginning of the first segment, it's, it's one thing to just talk about, you know, oh, I want to be part of the change or I want to be the change. But that means getting out of your chair or out of your car and doing something. <laughs> you know, we're way past talking about it. Um, we're, we're way past, um, you know, just all that. You know what I mean? It, it's yes. time to um, put action forth. And it's, um, we have a saying that we say in uh, spiritual community, I don't know if you've heard it before, it's many hands make light work. Mm-hmm. Many hands make light work. If everybody would just do a little bit more, then we're not out of balance, you know. No, um, and we are so It wouldn't take a lot. Yes, and the world is so completely out of balance right now. I, I mean, I feel it personally. I... I feel the energy. There has been a shift and a change, but we need to do so much more. Uh, I Just people are sitting back, like you said, waiting for the next person to do it. No, why don't you do it? You get up. You do something. Uh, you know, it could be a, even the smallest acts are so large. They make a difference to someone else. It might be small to you. But to the person that you're doing it for, it is, it's amazing. It's life-changing. The, the small little act that Corey Mandala offered me was life-changing. And it lit a fire under me that I now want to do all I can to make, the, you know, make things better, not only for myself, but for my, my children, my grandchildren, the future. You just, it's just a passion. <laughs> and I'm, I'm so grateful to people like you that, that do feel that depth and because it, it means that, yes, we are moving towards, you know, something greater um, and grander to come. And the, the whole thing is once you're awake, you can no longer go back to sleep. And I think that's a key point, you know. Once you know that that many million uh, millions of animals every year are just, um, they're murdered. I don't even use the word euthanize because <laughs> people have gotten sensitized to what that word is. I mean, it's murder. You're taking it a is. life that it, it, it isn't necessary to be taken. And so, yeah, that's just what I call it because that's what it is. And I think that we find convenient words to say things that we don't have to look at it anymore. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. uh, I do feel that there's more people awake. I feel like the unity message is impacting the world. I feel that more and more people are becoming aware. But I do feel it's time for the people that are awake to have a voice, to be empowered, to not tone down their message 
and make it fluffy just so everybody else can be comfortable. Uh, we're way past the need to, you know, make people feel comfortable. We need to talk about what's there and what's so. And I'm like you, see, I know too much now. I've seen too much. I've seen how connected we are. When we were in this little town of Brazil, um, there was one dog there, a terrier, and she, um, they called her Scruffy. She was so depressed because all she wanted was love. So the short of the story is uh, she happens to be one of the eight dogs that we fly back to um, America. And while she was being flown here, my friend and myself, uh, my friend said, you know, we don't, we don't want to introduce her as a dog named Scruffy because, you know, she needs a better name than that. So I said to my friend, I said, well, what do you think? She said, let's name her Lola. So I started singing, her name is Lola. She was a show dog, everybody all around. You know, so we're just singing about this dog named Lola. So it winds up, her new parents come to see her. We meet at a property. The dog recognized them, went running across the yard, jumped towards them, okay, and that, you know, it's happy ever after. Well, about a month later when I do a check-in, how's it going, you know, how's Lola, I said, you know, I would not normally say this, but if you want to change her name, she's only had the name Lola for a month. And the woman looked at me and she said, oh, no, about a year ago, as a school teacher, I told my students that I had a dog named Duke and I was going to be getting a little girl dog and I was going to name her Lola. Oh, that is a wonderful story. Okay, if we're not all connected, you know, I mean, enough of saying we're one. We really are one. Oh, <laughs> and yes, speaking we of are. that, we'll, we'll take a time for a, a break right now. I love talking with you. I, I love your passion. And for those of you that are listening, please go to theanimalrescuers.org and see well, how actually, you can get involved with this amazing movement. Please have go them go to... Please have them go to facebook.com slash the animal rescuers. Okay. On fa okay. Okay. Facebook.com forward slash the animal rescuers. Wonderful. Yes, yeah, let's get the word out. We'll be right back after this short break. If you've ever wondered how a specific Bible verse might be interpreted metaphysically, then Interpret This is for you. In Interpret This, Unity Minister Rev. Ed Townley answers your questions about the Bible and how to apply its verses to your life with passion, depth, and spiritual insight. To submit a question or to enjoy any of his numerous metaphysical interpretations, visit unity.org and click on the Interpret This box. Reverend Paulette's mantra is, it's all a prayer. Tune in every Tuesday as Unity Minister Paulette Pipe leads you in meditation and prayer on touching the stillness. Make no mistake, this is not nap time. With an energy that will captivate you. 
Touching the stillness will guide you in deep meditation, leaving you enlivened. Hear astounding meditations and learn more about different forms of meditation. Enrich your prayer life as Reverend Paulette, Senior Minister of Touching the Stillness Ministries, affirmatively prays with power and authority by taking live prayer requests from callers like you. Whether you have a prayer request for yourself or for a loved one or are ready for a deepened meditation experience, make sure you tune in on Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Central Time, where we'll be joining in consciousness with the unceasing prayer activity of the Silent Unity 24-7 Prayer Ministry at Unity Village. That's Touching the Stillness with Reverend Paulette Pipe every Tuesday right here on Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Letting go in the stillness. We now return to The Intentional Spirit, Seeing and Being, with your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. And welcome back, everyone. If you're just coming on board with us, I'm having a great opportunity to talk to Kimberly, who is uh, our television star of the show, The Animal Rescuers. And she is uh, going across the country focusing on changing uh, the idea, the concepts of animals being rescued and our intention as a culture to do better because we know that it's time for us to do better. When we are uh, taking the lives of five to eight million animals every year, every year, we need to really stop and take a new assessment. How can this be happening? Why are we doing it? And, and what do we need to do different to have different? And so, Kimber, it, it's just a pleasure. Um, you see all kind of things out there. Give us an example of a way that uh, positive television has helped make a change with uh, a situation or a circumstance. Well, with the show The Animal Rescuers, uh, like I said, it, I have noticed that it has woken people up to the fact that it's not, quote, unquote, just a cat, just a dog, that these are spiritual beings that only know unconditional love. And before I tell a story, I just want to say that the the number that you quoted of the dogs and, and, and not just dogs and cats, but any animal that is being murdered, it, that number is all that much love that we are taking out of the universe. You are killing yeah. love. You're killing yeah. love. And please, please, this cannot continue because if you take all the love out of the world, I don't want to be in the dark. And nothing right, dark exactly. can live in and nothing dark can live in the light. So we need to keep the love here. So Well here's uh, the just, thing. I just I want to go on record and say for people that wear T shirts all the time and say God doesn't ever make an accident, let me just remind everybody that God created dogs, cats, horses elephants, I mean, it happened by the same energy that created us. So let's get real, okay? Absolutely. 
Amen. Right. Let it, let's, right. let's get real. And he also made donkeys. And speaking of donkeys, uh, Corey and I just met two. Uh, their names were Mama and Mia. And oh, they gosh. were, yes, they were a mother-daughter. They were rescued. Uh, they rescued Mama. And she was big and fat, and they didn't know why. But here it turned out the mama was pregnant, and she gave birth to Mia. And mama was a wild donkey. Uh, she got rescued, and Mia was then in the used to being around human beings. And so Corey and I went out to this ranch, and we uh, taped the show. It's a donkey rescue. I think it's two episodes ago. Uh, I could be wrong. But anyway, uh, we went to the ranch, and when we went inside the gate where Mama and Mia were, Mia came right over to me and just, like, put her head in my lap and just, like, rubbed her whole body. She just wanted to give me her love. And I was never that close to a donkey before. Had someone told me that a donkey had that kind of love to to want to feel the urgency to get it out i mean i can't even put into words the experience but when i called when i saw her and i called her over she came right over to me and i could feel the energy of love and i wanted to stay in her space now maybe she wanted to stay in mine too i don't know but there was a definite exchange of love from this animal uh, Mama was a little bit standoffish because she wasn't that used to human touch, but still uh, was very protective of her baby. And uh, just an incredible world of animals that, you know, we need to get out in nature more. We need to shut the television off, except for the Animal Rescuer Show. <laughs> And we need to get out in nature, and nature can teach you so much. You know, uh, it, it grows, it dies, it grows again. It's a very abundant universe. The animals are full of this unconditional love. We need to get out there and spread more of that love because God knows there's enough dark going on. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, I know there's people listening that would like to be part of making a donation and to contribute so the uh, the show and everything that you're doing can reach millions and millions of people across the planet. And we want millions because we want more lives saved and spared out there in the animal kingdom. And so the best place for them to go to make a donation is... Well, um, we we are working on that right now. I don't have a specific, um, how do I say this, a specific donation drop site, but you can certainly email me at Kimber A. Lee, that's K-I-M-B-E-R-A-L-E-I-G-H at Mac.com. Yes. Uh, you can at go Mac. to com. Yes, mac.com. You can also write to our producer, uh, producer, editor, director, Corey Mandal. Uh, Corey is at C-M-A-N-D-A-L-L at yahoo.com. You can contact Voice America TV. 
Uh, we are on Facebook, facebook.com slash theanimalrescuers. Uh, more importantly, we are looking for title sponsors, segment sponsors. Uh, any donations would help. Uh, just whatever you can do to keep the show alive, because if the show cannot continue on, then we cannot create continue our efforts in animal rescue. We cannot continue our efforts in public awareness. And we are the voice for the animals. And you are doing something for the show, something for the animals, something for family value entertainment. If you do go to Voice America TV, we are on the iFamily channel. All of our episodes are on there. And uh, I am also on Facebook facebook.com slash Kimber A. Lee, and you can email me there as well. But Temple, yes, I'm and for all of you listening, you know, perhaps you know someone, and often you might know somebody that could know somebody that could then become a title sponsor or someone that would like to make a difference, and I'm just so thrilled to know you're out there. It's really awesome. I'm definitely going to stay in touch with you and see what we can do. Thank you, Temple, because I love doing this show. Uh, I get so much love. (laughs) When I know that we have a show to shoot, I cannot wait to get there because what I get to experience is unbelievable, as well as Corey. And we just love what we do. We want to continue doing it. I'm so grateful you had me as a guest. So, so grateful. Oh, absolutely. And, and you know, the fact of you not doing the show is not a viable option. And so we aren't ever going to speak that again out into the cosmos. The question is how, in what ways, because you are doing a mighty work for our planet. I hold you as the utmost as success and ask the animals to help you to bring on the people and the experiences that you need, and I know that they will. I want to thank everyone for being a part of the show today and and for listening and understanding the value of what the animal rescuers are doing. You can join them on Facebook. You can like them. You can forward it to all your friends on social media, facebook.com forward slash the animal rescuers. They're doing a mighty work. And it is helpful. Not only are we moved to do better and to think of new and vibrant ways in which we can make a difference. You can help people giving them a gift certificate if they're going through challenging times and they have animals. You can volunteer to walk animals. Um, and more importantly, just to incorporate it in the things that you do and in the ways that you live. Let people see you modeling that you're somebody that really cares about the animal kingdom on the planet. I'm Temple Hayes. Please join us at templehayes.com, also unitycampus.org, and we offer these kind of programs all the time. So thank you for being with us. And Kimber, it's a pleasure, and look forward to seeing you again in the future um, and seeing you here in Florida to do one of your shows here. I would love to do that, and I just want to thank Kim Summers and Ray Wiggins for sending me your way, because without them, I don't know, I might have had to go another direction to find you. (laughs) We want to thank them, too, and a big shout-out to Ray Higgins um, and thanking him for all the work he does in the world. So thank you, everyone, 
and and go out and be a different difference maker this week. And don't even wait. Start today. There's always something you can do to help someone or something right now. Thank you, Kimber. Love you, Temple. All right. Blessings, gal. I'll talk to you later. Okay. Thank you so much. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to The Intentional Spirit, Seeing and Being with Reverend Temple Hayes. Join us every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Central for tools and simple applications which will support you from being alive to fully living. This program is brought to you in part by First Unity at Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida. To learn more about this ministry, go to www.unitycampus.org or www.templehaze.org. truly understand the laws of the universe and live a life based on these profound and unwavering truths, then your dream life starts today. No more waiting, no more wandering. If you're ready to let go of the striving and move into the allowing, you are ready for everyday attraction on Unity Online Radio. We study the teaching of Abraham given to us by beautiful Esther Hicks so we can release confusion for clarity, exchange struggle for serenity, and have the time of our lives today. Join host Ray Zander every Friday at noon Central Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Unity Online Radio for Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real. Repeat the words, God is taking care of it, and it will become clear that you are the channel and that God is the doer of good works through you. This meditative moment, adapted from Mary Cupferly's God Will See You Through, is brought to you by Unity. Spirit of Recovery is the place where spirituality and recovery meet, where we support your spiritual growth. Reverend Anna Schaus, Ph.D., interviews down-to-earth guests who share with you how they keep going and growing in recovery. Spirit of Recovery is the place to get practical tips and join in lively discussions on topics that matter to recovering people. This program welcomes everyone who wants to know more about recovery. Join Anna and her guests live every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Central Time on Spirit of Recovery, where we talk about what keeps you growing. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Inspiration only takes a moment. Your friends at Unity invite you to reflect on these words from Reverend Jim Rosemurgy. Pause and take a deep breath. When you are ready, affirm silently to yourself. Sweet, sweet spirit, I desire a closer walk with you. Show me the way. I am listening. 
Take time now in the silence to get in touch with the spiritual guidance within you. Have faith that your next step, your unfolding, your spiritual growth is coming to you in divine order through your spiritual instinct or your spiritual knowingness. This meditative moment is brought to you by Unity. From mayhem to miracle, from disaster to divine, Rants to Revelations Radio finds the opportunities for spiritual growth in everyday moments. Drawing from current headlines to pop culture, Reverend Ogan blurs the lines between the sacred and the profane, bringing meaning to the meaningless, with guests who are dedicated to transforming the world for good. Join Ogan live every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Central for Rants to Revelations Radio. Inspiration only takes a moment. If you are able to safely turn your attention away from the demands of your activities, quiet your mind and affirm. There is a divine plan at work in my life. I now relax, let go, and let it unfold. Listen attentively, inwardly, without projecting any thoughts about what you think should happen or be experienced. Become as a child trusting and receptive to the guidance of spirit within. This meditative moment, adapted from Mary Cupferly's God Will See You Through, is brought to you by Unity. At Metaphysical Romp 2... We demystify metaphysics to help you live life at a deeper level. One of our key principles is the recognition that you always have the power to choose how you respond to any situation. Instead of asking, why did this happen to me? A better practice, which aligns with the metaphysical principles we share, is to ask yourself the question, how can I use this for good? We promise you'll experience a transformation in thinking that will reap huge dividends as you master the art of living metaphysically. For new perspective and spiritual insight, listen to Metaphysical Romp 2 with co-hosts Rev. Paul Hasselbeck, Rev. Bill Holton, and Rev. Cher Holton. Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Central Time, here on Unity Online Radio. I'm Rachel Corpus, an angel communicator, psychic medium, and host of the Angel Talk podcast. This show is meant to help you remember who you are, a limitless being with shoes and socks on. And along the way, we'll connect to people on the other side and experts in the field like authors, healers, animal communicators, and more. Listen to all my shows at Mind Body Spirit FM or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> 